0: Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work. So welcome to Engage for Success radio show number 284, today we're going to be talking about the benefits of focusing on preferred behaviours as a staff development tool. We'll also look at why overemphasis on traditional job descriptions could be demotivating for employees and possibly holding back your next star staff member. I'm Jo Dodds, your host for today, I'm an engagement consultant working within the Engage for Success core team. The Engage for Success movement is an inclusive movement committed to the idea that there is a better way to work by releasing more of the capability and potential of people at work. We spread the word about employee engagement and shine a light on good practice and we're widely supported across the UK involving the public, private and third sectors. If you go to our website, engageforsuccess.org, you can use the link at the bottom to join our newsletter list and all our social media links are there too. So I have two guests today, and we're both, or not both, all three of us, very relieved that we're now here because we've had some technical issues. <laughs> um, but I'd like to welcome Malcolm McFell, who's Group CEO of Life Leisure, and Danny Drayson, who's Fitness Manager of Life Leisure. So welcome, Malcolm, and welcome, Danny.
1: Hi, Jo. It's good to be here, it's good to be on the show. Thank you for inviting us both.
0: And thank you for your patience with our technical issues.
1: No <laughs> No problem.
0: <laughs> so start, uh, Malcolm, by telling us a bit about Life Leisure and uh, w- what you do and sort of just give us a bit of a background so that we know that where we're starting from.
1: Yeah, Life Leisure are a fairly large uh, leisure trust. We run, we run uh, leisure centres under contract for, for Stockport Council. We also have um, a couple of private facilities. One facility that we own, Stockport uh, uh, Sports Village. We also um, have the sports development team uh, and uh, the community sports coaches that deliver grassroots sports and physical activity right in the heart of our local communities in Stockport. We also have the health development team that that run uh, GP referral uh, uh, programs. Uh, We make a a wearable wearable technology product called ActiLife. Uh, So we're quite a a diverse organisation. We turn over about 11 and a half million, and we have about 500, 500 staff
0: wow so sounds like a thriving organization uh, which i guess i shouldn't be surprised about because that's why you're on the show <laughs>
1: yeah yeah makes sense
0: <laughs> and you're the group ceo and then you have danny with you who's a fitness manager so danny what do you do with the organization and i know it'll yes. be fitness manager but you know what i mean <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so my job just entails the daily ins and outs of health and fitness within the centre what I work at. So anything from pretty much rotors to yeah, so yeah, so like courses and such. Just mm-hmm. the daily days ins ins and outs of when you're coming into the gym. I just look after that so mainly standards and such as well. So yeah, very Tom. exciting.
0: Brilliant. Lovely. So Malcolm, start by telling us then a bit about what you would define as preferred behaviours. It's what we said that the show is going to be about. And I guess most people yes. reading and hearing that would would think, well, what, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, yes. So what are preferred behaviours and what's the model that you're using at Life Leisure with that?
1: Well, the The model is preferred behaviours equals personal best. And it's it's a move away from a, a focus on skills and technical ability. Uh, and more, more so on b- behaviours. And the best way to describe it is, as, as a young athlete, um, I, I used to um, sit at the end of my bed in the morning, and, and races were won and lost at the end of that bed. They one they lost when I was warming up, or I was on the start line, or any training. It was about making choices to have a good day and put in a good performance. And I've really taken that in, into... Uh, my, my, my business uh, and, and the way we'll try to uh, change the culture at Life Leisure and um, so prepared behaviours is really about choices, it's about getting up in the morning and, and choosing to have a good day and putting a culture, putting an environment in place, putting a caring attitude so that all our staff can actually, if they come in to do a good job, we can help them uh, deliver and um, uh, that That good job that they want to do, I really believe that everybody wants to turn into work and and, 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 and put in a shift and, and and be the best they can be and I think it's up to the uh, employers to actually you know make that happen and meet, meet meet the guys halfway. I think too much has been been said about like um lack of engagement of staff. I think it's too easy to do that. I think it's important that the organisation recognises that they, they have a real duty or responsibility and a real care to do that. And that really is what preferred behaviours uh, equal, equals personal best is all about. It's about a move away from skill, a move away from technical ability, and, and a real understanding of, of behaviours and, and allowing people to be the best they can be, really in a nutshell
0: lovely so tell us how that works in practice so um this is your sort of um alternative to having uh, the more traditional oh, job descriptions and that yeah. sort of approach so how does it work on a sort of day-to-day practical basis in terms of i absolutely get it love the fact that it's about choices and, and attitude uh what but what does that mean in sort of that day-to-day how you then manage people
1: yeah, so so the company has has a vision, and, and sitting below that vision, um, it's dead easy to have a vision and a mission. But then you just keep that on the shelf. Sitting below that, we have a set of principles, and and these are the principles that that we we need our staff to have. And they're not technical principles. The principles we adopt are called the Watch principles. So we want our staff to be winners. We want a staff to be authentic. We want a staff to be together. We want a staff to be caring, and we want a staff to be happy. And that's how we measure performance. That's 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 how we know if we've got good guys or not so good guys. We don't measure on on um, uh, traditional job descriptions. So, for an example, would be you go into to a reception of one of of a life leisure sites. So uh, the job description. We'll talk about um, the engagement of, of the customer. The behavioural model would say: smile, ask the the, the the guy what their name is, then use their name. And it's so simple to measure behaviours. It's much more simpler, simple to measure behaviours than it is to measure uh, the technical components that you would put together for 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 a, a job a job description. Um, mm-hmm. So we really it's its all about people like making those choices then adopting a set of principles that run through the whole of of our business and um, and then that's executed by a group of guys called the sentinels and, and sentinels really tr- translated our, our keepers of the watch watch keepers and our sentinels who run this business, who do the, who work out the strategy of this business, um, actually only senior managers that run right the way through the whole extent and depth and bandwidth of the organisation. So we can have people, uh, we can have guys deciding on strategy that are perhaps cleaners or junior managers. Um, I'm sitting beside uh, Danny now. You know, Danny's a fitness manager, but Danny is... is um, An RTB Sentinel, that's the highest accolade that you can award uh, in in, in this company. So we do things very, very differently uh, at Life Leisure. And you know what, it must work, because I'm sitting in the best leisure centre in the UK, medium size, and a wee bit down the road, at Stockport Sports Village, we have the best health and fitness facility, uh, bar none, in the UK, and that's awarded by UK Active. Um, So something exciting is happening, Uh, uh, here Uh, and you know and I think that 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 kind of cultural shift uh, towards behaviours is the main driver of that Joe.
0: Mm -hmm. So Danny you've worked for Life Leisure for about seven years now I believe tell us a bit about your journey with the organisation and how this approach has particularly helped you.
2: Yeah so well how how it's in the first place was with with the the ideas in place um, I started off on a voluntary basis I've been in employment previously and nothing ever really grasped me as something what I wanted to do, something what I really felt like I was part of. So yeah, so I started off in the organization on a voluntary basis, working up towards my qualifications as a level two health and fitness coach. Really figured out really quick that I had a bit of a passion for health and fitness and that it was something what I can see me focusing on for the long term. So So, yeah, I managed to do the voluntary, and with that voluntary, I got the qualification, moved on to my level three, which is your personal trainer. At that time, I got offered a casual role at a place called Life Leisure Avondale, which really, really taught taught me the fundamentals of health and fitness and gave me the opportunity to work with different types of people, as it was a health hub. So it wasn't your typical gym per se. So I found through Avondale that... It, it gave me a love for health and fitness. So with that, worked from a casual to finally getting a contract at Lifestyle Grand Central, where I'm at at the minute. Started off on 15 hours, and again, really, really enjoyed it. Moved up to 30 hours, then to 37 hours. Then I moved into a more of a senior role, actually looking after the gym rather than just working inside it. So. Yeah, and it's just materialized from there, really. So um, in my fourth year at Grand Central, I pretty, much work, I pretty much worked up my way in all the layers possible to be in healthy fitness there. So, yeah, I'm sitting I'm sitting quite happy where I am at the minute and I'm loving every day.
0: And tell me a bit more about what being one of the senior uh, or most qualified Sentinels actually means.
2: Uh, yeah, DRTB Sentinels, yeah. Mm. It,
0: mm. It,
2: it, <laughs> it's something what still... It's hard to fathom in, 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 in myself, Do you know. It's, it's. I think when you're judged on behaviours, I think it's hard to actually see yourself because it's just natural to you, actually, what your behaviours are and what you actually, what you actually are. So it's, to me, it's as if I'm getting rewarded for being me, which gives me mm-hmm. the confidence to pretty much, honestly, reach the top. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 like the possibilities are endless. That's how it, that's mm-hmm. how it feels to me, anyway. Joe, I'm actually
1: over, RTB means row the boat, and and it and it it means um, you know action. You know when you're rowing a boat, you get your oars in the water. It's cyclical. uh, So so if you want to move forward, you know you've got to get your oars in the water, and that's talking about meeting challenges, about being uh, being prepared. You're seated backwards, so you can't actually see the future. You can't see what's ahead of you, but but that's okay. And talks about wisdom, one row at a time. You break challenges down step by step, and it talks about momentum um uh, you know get your odds in the water, get cycling fast and keep moving forward uh, so that's you know that's for for the listeners that's what rtb uh, uh, stands stands for um, love it yeah yeah
0: love it so so talk us through Malcolm how how this all came about how how where the idea came from and, and how it was implemented
1: well you know, I think I said it started, it came from um, my, uh, my early days as, as, as an athlete, uh, but also uh, really compounded by, we have a world-class swimming program at, at Life Leisure. Uh, Stockport Metro, uh, which is our, our swimming team, are the most Olympic uh, medalled uh, club in, the, in, in British swimming history with four individual medals. Um, they have a world-class culture. Um, I was just sitting talking to a performance director one day. A Swan performance director, and said, "Look, I'd love to have a world-class culture in this business. Tell me how you d- you do it." And it made a lot of sense. Um, and do you know what? It's taken us nine years, Joe. We've well, failed four times. So so the RTB program PB equals PB is the fourth go at this over a nine-year right. period to make it work. Uh, so um, we just we don't we don't know the meaning of of giving up, which is another great behaviour. Uh, so like, I, I, if I'm coming across like if this is uh, we've been overnight sensations and this is easy, it, it's no anybody who's ever tried to change a culture will realise that. But I need to be honest, it's, this is nine years in the making, and we're still we're still learning. But it comes from the world class women a uh, uh, program and the athletes swimmers so the behaviors they had to ad- adopt to be the best in the world and we've mm. transferred them into our culture
0: well to be honest you've you've um you've reassured me because um whilst i love uh all the uh the sort of language around it you know the sentinels and the, the rowing and all that sort of thing it's the sort of thing that could almost be um Seen as as a sort of gimmick, couldn't it? That you know, oh, we've yeah. we've implemented this whole process and it's it's funky. We've got this. In fact, I remember years ago I worked for a cinema company and they, on a whim, decided to call the supervisors Top Guns. And I remember yeah. somebody uh-huh. just saying, <laughs> you know, oh my God, you know, who wants to go home and tell their family that they're a Top Gun? You know, it's it's really yeah. not going to really work. And but it was it was being sort of imposed as a as a cool idea, and clearly it wasn't. Um, yeah. And this could be perceived to be that, but you've just, you know, immediately reassured me by telling me that it's been, you know, a real trial and error, work it out as you go along thing. So talk us through a bit more about what the reality of that was. Well,
1: well, well the, the reality of it was um, just a, a learning process, and, and we're greatly feedback here, um, and and just learning through the mistakes we, we, we we've made. You know, mm-hmm. if you you know keep if you're going to fail, fail forward. Um, another, another belief that we have here, Joe, is, and listen, this is, this is just our view, is that we don't believe in motivation. You, you, you know, we, we believe in discipline. And, and and I always say to the guys, like, you know, you know, when, you know, gimmicks and stuff. Like, I'm I'm not here to stir you. I'm here to move you. Uh, and you're going to have to do what you need to do when you have to do it, whether you want to do it or not. That, that's the harsh reality of life. So we, we live in the real world as well, Joe. Um, mm-hmm. and, a lot, and I've heard uh, lately like guys like, you know, just talking about swimming, you know, Ian Phelps, uh, you know, talk about never been motivated at any point through uh, any training, but he's just had to do it because he's been disciplined to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think motivation's overrated, Joe. Um, yeah. and, and I think there's a lot of guys Making a lot of money out of being motivational speakers, um, when, when maybe the harsh reality of of, of understanding um, what discipline is all about and, and, and taking up tasks, whether uh, you're motivated to do them or or, or not.
0: Mm-hmm. So how did this all work with with your employees? You've got five hundred, and um, yeah. you know, it's quite a reasonable. Size yeah. of uh, of organisation and added to which you're in more than one location. How yeah. how did that work?
1: Yeah, well, well, um, you know, it's been it's been hugely successful in terms of of the kind of measurement indicators. We you know at our best we have our staff retention level at not point eight. At our worst, it's it's around about uh, uh, four four uh, percent. You know, wow. my, my main Focus is is, is is coaching the guys, and then the customers will get will get looked after uh, themselves because if if the guys are happy, they'll make the the, 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 the customers happy, and maybe Danny can talk a little bit more uh, about that in in mm. in detail. Um, yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, so definitely, the way the way I see it is with the behaviours and 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 the such like with the freedom what we have got, it just makes us feel a bit more. I can't. I can't really think in the word, but it it just gives us a bit more freedom to be us and with yeah. us, with us being free, it lets us express ourselves and we're not conformed to certain ways. So what that does is lets us be free and be comfortable around our members. Like, yeah, it's 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 brilliant. It's just it's 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 mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's sort of a sense of freedom, but it, there's a sense of trust in there as well, which I feel. Mm-hmm helps people thrive you know when it's it it, it's all good having like being told like things what to do and stuff like that but when you know that you're trusted into a job and people you're in there for a reason and it's because you're in there because you're you it's there's no other better there's no other better way to go about the job i feel anyway
0: yeah and you you mentioned danny that you had had various jobs and, and hadn't really been happy in them and that this started as a a volunteer role and, and and sort of develop very gradually from what, what you've said. Uh, do you think you'd be where you are now if it had been the sort of traditional job description management style and all that sort of thing?
2: Uh, I can't, I, well, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a leading no, to, question. To, to, Why not? <laughs> to, 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 to put it bluntly, what, what,
2: what has happened with me through Life Leisure is, is that I've I've come from I've come from pretty much obscurity. Nobody knew who I was, and through my behaviours and through the way how I was, that actually made people take note. So with people taking note, that made people aware of me in the company, and also people above me, made mm-hmm. aware of it. So within within three years of being in the company, I I, was, I think I was I was nominated for like the first award for like authenticity, which which was a, a really big boost. And then the next year, I turned up to the award ceremony pretty much thinking I peaked at authenticity and I actually won Employment of the Year, that, well, uh, the centre of the year, that that year, so it was just, that was something unbelievable, but through the behaviours and through the watch principles which I was following, that actually put in place an option where I was put forward for a UK Active Award. Outstanding Uh, Individual, yeah. Yeah, a UK Active Award for Outstanding Individual, and, yeah, lo and behold, through after a couple of months of like voting and stuff, I actually came through to win that. So to say that I would win that without this this system, I don't believe that for one second, no. Mm-hmm.
0: It's really great uh, not only results for the organisation, but just personally to hear uh, that uh, I, I, development and recognition.
1: I, I think Joel, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. And, and listen, Danny's been really, really humble there, he's, he's an outstanding guy, he's an outstanding um, employee, his background is, is checkered, uh, his direction of travel has been nothing short of miraculous over the last um, couple, of, couple of years and, and you know, it, 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 you know, he's made choices and he's made good choices, you can put the culture in place but, but Danny's decided that he, want, he wants to change his life and, 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 and do the right thing. And, and mm-hmm. look after his family, and and make a difference. And you know, you talked about cheesy cliches, but like you can't avoid them when when your direction of travel has been that momentous. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's made the choices, and we've allowed him uh, to succeed. It's it's not a complex recipe, Joe. Mm-hmm.
0: So how does this affect things like uh, recruitment and and? Uh, development within the organisation and and th- those sorts of uh, sort of usual HR things that, <laughs> that need to get done. Uh, what do you do differently because of this? Well,
1: we 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 have. I can't even remember the last time we, we you know we have very few disciplinary uh, uh, meetings or or, or, or issues. Mm. Um, we have a real harmonious, balanced team. We have a young team. We're a very young organisation. Uh, I I I would I would say uh, that just you know celebrates the uh, the enthusiasm that the that, 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 that the youngsters uh, uh, have. And um, you, I mean I mean Joe, uh, you know we could be here all day talking through all the all the other all, all the positives. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. you, you know that the, the the cultural. The, the culture within the, the, the organisation is, is has has created um, built the, the the high level of performance.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you saying about um, how it you know it's taken a while and there's been failure and all that sort of stuff along the way because some people believe that you can't change a culture; it is just what it is. And clearly, you're you know saying you can and you have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, listen. And, and, and everybody's entitled to their to their viewpoint from from the, the, the their own their own experiences. You know, like if you can't change a culture, then you're you're more or less saying people can't change within that 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 culture. For me, as a group CEO. Um, you know, I, I was a difficult kid, I spent time in, 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 in care, Uh, you, you know, I don't, you know, I I don't come up through the traditional, you know, uh, background that you would expect someday of, of my standing to have. So I, do, I don't, I don't believe in any, for any second that you can't change a culture. if That means that you've given up and, and you know, that sounds like a lame excuse for somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't want to go and, and, and make a difference. You know, nine years, you know, we had to dig in for nine, nine years, uh, Joe, Uh, um, and, you know, and within that nine years, we'll get Danny, I've seen people change and do amazing things. The thing about the culture that we have is it allows relatively average people like myself to do amazing things. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. That's so good to hear. So, Danny, last question for you. Tell us a bit about what your customers say about about the organisation. You're there at the front end, talking to the to the customers all the time. What what are they saying? What do they feel and see and hear about the organisation? Well,
2: obviously, with the freedom and expression, what we do able to get, we we we'll be able to. We're comfortable around the members, so we are we are. It's it's not. It's gone beyond the customer member, I'm sorry, member, like, uh, coach, like, when it comes to, like, the centre where I work at, anyway, it's, 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 it's borderline, it's friendship, borderline, like, family, like, some of the, some of the group exercise stuff, what we do, like, regarding, like, classes, the community is what we build within the centres now. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. We've, we've started, like, new, new things recently, like, just giving things new goals, like, we've, we've started new courses, and only, like, last week I was out with, 18 of our other members just having a drink, you know, to celebrate like the success what actually them have achieved through, you see bit like achieving goals and such. So yeah, yeah. When it when it, when it comes, it's 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 like a family and it and it's and it's the same when it comes to like with the members, like the staff get along as well with each other. But mm. when it comes to the customers, it's it's like home. It's 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 very strange. It's, it's not strange, mm. but it's nice
0: yeah it's brilliant to hear with um, with my background in retail and leisure it's brilliant to hear so thank you thank you Danny and so Malcolm just to 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 finish off what yeah. if people are listening to this and getting excited about the concept of doing something different in their organization what sort of um, tips have you got uh, just in the last couple of minutes to to sort of start with where where do they go if they want to do something differently around their culture
1: I think I think um, for me I think you have to live in the real world. I think you have to look at, at your current culture and be really, really honest um, with yourself um, and understand where you are. And then if you understand where you are, you, you'll be able to start putting things in place that will, will, will move, you, move you forward. So, so be, be real. And I think the next thing I would say, we're talking about nine years, is you're gonna have to be relentless. You're gonna to have to keep picking yourself up. It's like it's like taking a shot of your own medicine. You, every day you're gonna to have to sit at the end of your bed and choose. You're <laughs> gonna go in and try and make a difference and and just and have a relentless repro- approach to that. And then the final thing, just keeping on the the R's is is, is resilience. You know, resilience comes before discipline. Um, I, I think I think. Before we start talking about about discipline and and, and implementing discipline, I think there, you have to talk about about resilience. What happens when things don't go your way? What happens when you're not disciplined? It's about bouncing back really, really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. So they're, mm-hmm. the, they're the three three things: be real, be real, be relentless, and 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 then be re- and, and resilient. There's another cliche, mm-hmm. Joe. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, <she's> i <I'm>, <laughs> i've just made honestly i've just made that up there and i've just realized that what that what sound like but, but
0: yeah. i love a bit of literary alliteration yeah. so that, that
1: works for me uh, Malcolm. You, <laughs> brilliant yeah
0: so it's been brilliant talking to you both and and i think our listeners often get particularly interested in our shows where we have you know sort of Real people and organisations who've gone through a, a journey. Um, if people wanted to get in touch and find out more, Malcolm, what's the best route for them?
1: Yes, so if they just they just contact me on on Malcolm at lifeleisure.net, net, um, okay. then then I'll listen. I'll be I'll be more than happy to to hear hear from them and and uh, uh, you know you know get back to them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Lovely. Thank you. Uh, So thank you both very much. Really appreciate uh, not only your interview today, but your perseverance in getting it to happen with all our technical issues. (laughs)
1: Uh, Thank you. It's been lovely to be on on the programme. Thank you very much for inviting us. Yeah,
0: thank you very much. Lovely. And just to let uh, listeners know, next week, Jo Moffat will be back and she's going to be talking to our long term, long term, long time, long term either works uh, task force member and serial entrepreneur, Laura Morgan of Centred, amongst other companies. So uh look forward to catching you next week. Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.